0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to talk some blues hockey. Welcome to the Blues NHL podcast hosted by former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and former Blues enforcer Darren Kimball. And we got a problem in front of the hog fence. Kimball pulling at Ronick. Here's Kimball swinging at Ronick wildly and the linesman trying to get in between them. The Durkle stolen from Reinhardt. Breaking in to Hunter. Hunter shooting, Rebound. Recognizer
1: scores! Here comes Shevelday. He'll be thrown out of the game. Curtis Joseph Brad Shevelday in the
0: Sergio
1: Hall looking for 500. He shoots. He scores. Brad Hall, number
0: 500. Oh, unbelievable save by Jake Allen. Tarasenko in the clear. He scores. And now here's your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. Hello,
1: Blues fans. Welcome to the Thursday morning edition of your Blues NHL podcast. I'm your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. Let's welcome in the fellas as they are uh, ready to discuss some Blues hockey and so much more as the table's shaking after the big win from the USA women and down goes Canada and curling. And Mr. Kimball's not happy. The Uh, tweets are flying. What's going on, fellas? I'm more upset about the curling. Exactly. God, I mean, come on!
2: Like the women's hockey, like the Team USA girls team. That's they're they're a powerhouse in the world.
0: But for us to go down in curling, I mean, come on, Kimby, exactly. right? Exactly. But you know what? <laughs> when you grow up and you're young and you're sitting there skating on the ice in Lucky Lake. There was a curling bill going on, <laughs> and parents are up there, and it was good because parents go up there and they all get shit-faced and drunk, and then they go out and curl. So you get all night. You can you're skating till one o'clock in the morning. You're having the time of your life, but and then in Canada, it's a school sport also. Curling is, which I curled when I was young and younger. So that's, that's it
2: and went. you know what the best thing about it is I, I I didn't curl like I couldn't I can't say that I curled, meaning that I actually did it regularly, but I have done it and. It is hard. Yeah. It it's freaking hard, man. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I've I know never it, curled. <laughs> I know it sounds asinine, but it is hard to throw that rock properly and then to slide and do all the shit that they're doing. It is hard. And the, is that and,
1: what they call it, a rock? Is it the
0: it's, rock? It's a it's rock. rock. And you know what? smell of the Curling. rock is cooking. You know what, Curling? Because there's alcohol involved in these bond spills, so those push brooms they got now? Yeah. That's why they come in, so they can lean on them, because they're so drunk they'd have to do that, because <laughs> they used to, when I was doing that, corn, corn, uh the big corn Special brooms, yeah. yeah. And then you'd have to sweep with it. It was actually actual broom. I gotta tell you couldn't stand on that. I would yet. love to see you, you do some sweep and oh, broom
1: no,
2: I, would I it. loved, I s- loved <laughs> it. Loved it. You want entertainment. YouTube uh, you know, nineteen eighties curling. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, they're slapping those brooms oh, off the yeah. ice. It was like an event,
1: man. For Seriously. Sure. I
2: know it sounds crazy, we're talking about curling, but it was seriously don't, kind of don't fun. Don't you
1: picture Kimball, big, big Darren, here he is playing hockey on the side, grabbing some poor young lad, throwing him a beating. No. Hey, and out of the corner of his eye, while he's got all these
0: people on their feet throwing him a beating, he's longing to be curling. But Absolutely. You know, so you got the straw broom that you had at one time, but then there was a cloth one also. And the cloth one was there. There'd be some asshole in every town would have the cloth broom. <laughs> That's right. And he would sit there because when you'd curl, it would snap and it would make the loudest noise, and the women would just get mad at him. And but the son of a gun would just keep slapping this thing, and it just it was, it was loud. Man, the but the women, great sport. The man.
1: women were mad. Great wow. sport. Yeah. Man. But then,
2: there was an uproar. You know what? It's like it's funny. And uh, <laughs> to stay a little bit on topic here with the curling is you had the big corn brooms, right? And they were smack, 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 and like it was an event. Like guys had to get into. It. You actually had to move, right? And then the first guy who came in, one of those little frigging push brooms, right? (laughs) That was looked upon like the guy who came in wearing the visor the first time in the NHL. Like, who the hell is this frigging pussy? You know, like, they're like, get a real broom.
1: It's pretty funny. It is amazing to me. Like, the other day, I I went down to the local, like, tavern bar everybody goes to for lunch and everything. And I walk in, and it is amazing. It's on in the middle of the day. And it's quiet as can be. And people are are watching it like it's... Like a world, I mean, it's a world event. I mean, I couldn't yeah. believe. It. I'm
0: like, well, the first time I ever saw it, I thought, "What the hell is this?" But it is. It's captivating. It's really cool. It's, I mean, it's. it's and just one more thing. though, but it's, it's, it's kind of weird. It's, it's like the any sport going because I, you don't watch it on a regular basis. When the Olympics come, I'll watch it. And but I'll ask my mom who's winning back in Canada and then the Briars they have back there. But the game changes, too. Like, they're playing double. They play a mixed game now, just two people. They're running, sweeping their own rocks. It's and, evolving, Kimby. And people are, when they when they throw the, the rock, they curl. They only sweep on one side. So they've, they've really figured, mastered this goddamn thing. Also. Yeah. Just like everything yeah. else. They probably have video. They probably yeah. have, like, come on. How about the guy, the Russian?
2: Performance and hints. <laughs> <I laughs> I mean, like, maybe we're going a little far with things here. <laughs> yeah. I, I tweeted that. I mean, somebody's got to tell me. I mean,
1: this guy just had to want to look good in his shirt, I guess. I don't know.
2: But. Well, I, I guess they're trying to get away. From the stand, like I pulled up a picture the other day of a guy curling, and you know, he has the bowling body on him back in the day, and a cigarette hanging out of his (laughs) mouth, and wearing one golf glove like to to throw the rock. I was like, This guy's a legend, and now we got Russians, uh, you know, taking steroids (laughs) or performance enhancing drugs to to curl. You gotta shit me. Performance enhancing was like not having a double, just a single.
1: (laughs) Any you know, what's amazing is anybody that knows you two was expecting now, it's obviously a blue show, but I think the majority of our listeners were like okay these guys they've got to be up, you know, upset over the women's hockey thing you know they're Canadians they love it they talk about but it's straight curling but this it, morning you know, it is you know straight what, curling
0: you know why i'm not upset about the the, the hockey hockey's hockey but th- that was a hell of a hockey game and that's why there's no loser in that game cuz you know unfortunately you got to give out a gold medal it's not unfortunate but that's what they play their whole life for but it was a hell of a hockey game, and it comes down to a shootout. Which we, you know, me and Jamie were talking about <laughs> before we come on. It's too bad it couldn't get to a different ad, but the, you know, time restraints and everything. But it was a great hockey game. So one of the best games I've seen yeah. this season, this year, just, just all year. One of the watch, best games. What like
2: speed is unbelievable. It, what What's a tell about it is my one of my fourteen year old boys comes in to uh, hang out with me, and he's watching the game. First thing he thought was, he says, "How the hell is Canada playing U.S. in hockey?" I go what do you mean he goes i thought us was out i go this is the women he goes oh my god you know, they were moving right <laughs> wow. so that i know i don't want it to sound wrong but that was a compliment yeah, because they sure were like getting after it and you know we talked about it uh you know off air here is and uh, with kimby too is you know we do a lot of work with a lot of the girls and it's amazing to see how far the sport has come and to yeah. see some of these young ladies that compete like at the level that they can. It's pretty impressive. So, you know, Canada, you know, they, they lost the game and ended up with the silver medal. But, you know, Team USA really from the the get-go, the first drop of the puck, were ready to go. Canada took like four penalties in the first period. That just shows that you're not able or you're not there
0: that night. But they you, did a great job, but the good thing about the when you the thing about the Olympics that I like the best, I like hearing the stories of how the athlete got there because you you don't know these people. They're not professionals They're, you know that so they you never hear the story of how they've had to make it that far. But you know, to f- and to listen to how women's hockey has come, like they're all playing college together. They go back and they play college hockey. So the college sports getting bigger for the women now. And so oh that's yeah, that's awesome. You know, and and like Rip says, we, there's girls here now that are growing up, and you got w- uh, girls hockey teams in this town. They they have a goal. They have something to chase for now. And it, so there's there's a dream ahead for them. So we, there's a couple of local kids here that you hear their name quite often, but. They have a goal to go somewhere now, and so the, the sport's just getting bigger and bigger, and this will be huge for the American team right now. What I like about it the most is
2: the storyline going into the Olympics was no NHLers, right? When you talk about ho- ice hockey, yep. no NHLers, Debbie Downer, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Now, it sets the stage, though, for women's hockey to get a little bit of a spotlight yep. because, let's be honest, I think more people who watch hockey know more names and people on the women's canadian and u.s team than they did the men's overall well so it was a great time for them to have the spotlight on them and guess what
0: they put together arguably one of the best games ever so you know hats off to them it's been 20 years since they won the last one they won one 20 years ago the the american women did but this here and if people jump on it the right way it's, be, it's not going to be as big as the Miracle on Ice, obviously, but it's going to It's going to get up there. and Well, it kind of is because yeah. Canada is much like the Russians were.
2: For sure. Because the Russians had won four Olympic gold medals in a row. They were going for a record number five. Yeah. And the 80s U.S. team came in and stomped on that. Yeah. And now here you had Canada going for gold medal number five in a row. Correct. And the U.S. women came in and stomped on it. Yeah. So it may not be the same. I get it. Yeah. But in in, in you know in terms
0: of like how big it is, it's pretty damn big deal. The, the reason why, but it's it was going on was it's Canada and America, so it's, it's North America going against each other. So that back in the day was it was the, the Cold was War, the, it the yeah, yeah, yeah. I and know, that, I that's get where it. the whole the whole country was involved in on that one. There, cause yeah. Now you're going against the Russians. You've heard all the bad news about them, you know. So well, now but, we can't do that. We can only go against Olympic athletes
2: from exactly. Russia. Times so. <laughs> <Tons> have changed. <laughs> Well, oh, Cromer's here! Hey, Chrome's. Hey, and know? I love
1: and I love you t- talking today about the the Twitter thing about the, the the guy having a fit over the girl not wanting to wear the silver medal. I yeah. love it. See, yeah. I, I love the attitude. I, like again, I, we had a great conversation before. I love the idea of don't don't stick something in these these they're these guys. They are major competitive athletes for sure. Don't stick your camera in their it's, face what, after it's something different like than that. major
0: competitive athletes because so, they're they they've chased they're chasing a dream that they've chased maybe for 16 years maybe for 12 years that they they've lost out they've lost out and now every 4 years you're having this and i was telling this to my kid i said because we are you know i watch every sport i've watched the figure skating and i've watched it all and i go to them, I go all they got to do they've trained for 4 years and they said they have one little edge go wrong and their and their olympic the dream's gone i said mm-hmm. they put all that into it so this girl on the on the Canadian hockey team i don't know how long she's been chasing i know she's been chasing this dream for a while and Yeah, for for at least four years. Well, yeah, bare minimum four years. So she's been chasing that, and all of a sudden now you're gonna you're gonna do this platform out there. You just lost. I would be pissed off. I I used to get mad as hell if I lost. So, you know, you're gonna do that. She she has a reaction. Okay, so she had a reaction. Don't don't go crazy on the poor thing though. Well, here a couple
2: things. Uh, You know, Anson Carter had a great tweet uh, earlier today about it, and, and and you know just kind of summing it up. It basically said that you don't win. A silver medal in the sport of hockey this is why it's different than others right because you can go downhill skiing right. and you can and you win a silver medal and it's quite the accomplishment hockey you're the, you're so it's all or nothing and that sounds a little bit crazy but it is so a silver medal you've lost a gold medal basically you haven't won the silver you've lost the gold and then what Kimby said, which was genius, which I couldn't believe. In fact, I'm still <laughs> a little shocked over Man, here. There's a Twitter alert here for sure. I mean, I should I had, to, I tried to peel his face off to see if it was somebody else, but then I realized nobody'd use that much material to cover up that <laughs> head. So, Gee,
0: say something
2: nice and look where he goes. Ah, huh? Oh, boy. However, I mean, I'm giving you full marks on this. <laughs> is, you know, every other sport, to my knowledge, anyways, they win the medal at their sport. And then later on that night, they do the medal presentation in front of everybody. It's a big spectacle. They come out with their track suits on or whatever they're going to wear, you know, and they get up on the podium and everybody celebrates. And But in hockey, they're not. They're giving them – their raw emotions are still there, and they're trying to give them their medals right away. Why not do the same thing? Celebrate, shake hands, go off to your locker rooms. The winning team can party like there's no other time. The losing team can kind of get their stuff together. Reflect on what it takes, and all this stuff, and the good stuff. And then by the time the medals come around, you don't have this raw emotion in the trenches. You'd have people who have either you know taken it down. She doesn't have to
0: be happy about getting the silver medal, but give her a chance to like figure it but, out. But look, go back to look at the Miracle on Ice when they got their gold medal. They yeah. they're all they didn't have their hockey the track on. No, they're exactly, in the track and they all weapon stood up. I bench, know. So you know, this so. what your point, yeah, is proven. It doesn't yeah. make
2: any sense. They no. should have all three teams show up in their tracksuits. <laughs> And all get the same kind of presentation that every other exactly. sport gets. Exactly.
1: Hey, um, Jamie, you're gonna be like kinda relieved about something. It's it's usually why are you leave no, him. <laughs> it's usually story time with Jamie, and the onus is on you. But we had a tweet. Oh, it's geez. got we got this to go. This isn't s- much of a story though. Uh, well, we're gonna find out. It's the out. night
2: I slapped Kimby around. It's no big
1: deal. <laughs> well, somebody tweeted us. I was unaware of this. Now I don't know how I was unaware <laughs> I of w- this, but I want to know if this guy's aware of this. I don't know, but he's this he's not guy aware. Seems-
2: he heard it from someone who heard
1: it from someone who has a friend who heard it from someone. <laughs> is else. Is this an REO Speedwagon song or a blue heard show? Heard it from a friend who. <laughs> Man, that's pretty good. There I you know go. karaoke. <laughs> It's pretty simple, Darren. Evidently, you broke your jaw, well, I remember, with the Blues, and this gentleman says he's got it on good authority that you got in a fight. No, he's Leclerc's not landing. saying
2: that. Da- no, it says he doesn't right here. say he's got it on they good authority. They said it happened. They said it ha- I've got it on good authority. <laughs> that's much different than I kind of heard about this. Well,
1: why would somebody say that if they didn't
0: have it well, on good authority? Why are you saying you know, it wrong, then? You know why it's not good authority? It doesn't authority? sound as good saying so I know, but that's bullshit because you're have taken. you alluding to it. It's true. Two different situations, and they've taken know the story. They take huh? half I the know story the guy. and put it together. Yeah. So I, I, I know him too. I yeah. did. I was not a scrap in La Clee, but I, but I didn't break my jaw there. I broke it in another scrap in Canada. So that was a, that's the way it went down. A scrap in Canada at a local pub, or a yeah. scrap in Canada at
1: yeah. the drink. Yeah. I just had
0: a little too. It much was to in Canada, drink. And,
2: a drink. and we didn't have social media, so you know, if a tree good. falls in the forest, does it make it nice? noise? We're not, not sure. Say. But well, you know, the the problem is here is, and I've been around. Uh, even just as a hockey player going to some of the bars late at night it happens I get it you know guys drink too much and they look over and they're like well the hockey guys are here and the hockey guys are supposed to be big and tough I'm going to see how tough he is and now that's just with a regular guy you get a guy like Kimby you get a guy like Twister you get some of these guys and I mean, God, it's the badge of honor to either beat them up at the bar or take a freaking beating. And then you have this scar for the rest of your lives. And that Darren Kimball beat the piss out of me at the landing. You know, <laughs> like so it's tough on guys. And so you know, especially back then, it was I don't want to say more common because it wasn't common, but it happened. And thank God there's no, you know, cell phones, video, with cameras, all the bullshit <laughs> because it get blown out of proportion and. Anyways, I want to meet the That's guy my that soap broke box. your jaw though. Jesus, you big
0: galoot. Who says it was a guy? <laughs> <laughs> I swung, I fell down, and he got on top of me and hit me, and that's how it happened. So oh like, hey, uh, God. You Mo- know.
1: most guys would have said they swung, fell, and hit their jaw. At least no, you're honest. The no, guy popped you a, a good one.
0: No. I mean, hey, it was all my fault. I was looking for trouble and uh, ah, uh it found you. And I, I got it, but I should uh I had a pretty well that bottle that's sitting in front of me, I had one of them in me, so mm. that didn't happen. So Jack Ooh, Daniels, no. old number seven, sitting <laughs> in front of me. I'm not drinking it, by the way. It just happened to be here.
2: <laughs> Talk about temptation.
0: And I drank a whole one of those before I went yeah. to war and that didn't work out very good.
2: You know I told you earlier right <laughs> and my old man told me that shit'll make a rabbit fight a bear so you <laughs> gotta be very careful very oh, careful
1: <sighs> well <laughs> gentlemen it's time to talk some blues hockey here blues nhl podcast.com check us out subscribe to the podcast there. completely free uh do your shopping on amazon to help us with some production costs social media wise find us on twitter we are at stl blues podcast at nhl show Hit us up on Facebook. That's our big ass. Simply type in Blues NHL Podcast. Like the Facebook page. And, of course, invite all your friends to like it that are Blues fans. We'd love to have them part of the conversation. Instagram, you can find us as well, Blues NHL Podcast. And, of course, lineupmedia.fm. Happy to be a part of the growth there. Yo! Radio, the new uh, Internet station that they've got. uh, Finishing the tweaks on it right now, but you can Google it and check it out. It'll be up uh, and fully operational here in no time. Brian Crock, Andrew Allen, our producers. They do so much work behind the scenes. Thank you, gentlemen. Innovativecompanies.com. Appreciate everything they do for us. Uh, we'll be hitting on some of their uh, their great extension arms of their company that are underneath that InnovativeCompanies.com umbrella. For both Randy and Stephanie Green, 35 years experience, second-generation craftsman. His words is bond, folks. He's fully licensed, bonded, and insured. If Randy Green tells you he's going to do something, his word is like oak. I'm telling you, great gentleman, loves the show, and we love his continued support. Gents. All right, let's get to business here, Crumbs. Come on. How many times in your career have you been sent home? No practice. Sent home? Yeah. Yeah, I've been well, sent home a lot, but
2: not because. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. usually to get my bags, though. Well, I think that's, you know, I think. Um, I don't, listen, there's nothing to read into this no, crap. It, you yeah. know, at this point of the season, you know, not that I'm not saying they need some rest because they played well and people jump, oh, they're losing. I get it. But sometimes there's addition from subtraction, and that means you don't necessarily have to get on the ice to get better. Sometimes taking a day off, having a meeting, doing some video, having a chat, going over crap is more productive with some therapy from the trainers and some stretching. Sometimes that can be more productive than getting out there and trying to prove the media and to the fans that, well, we're not happy about this. So I don't really read into it. They're, they lose four games in a row. The trade deadline's right around the corner. Everybody's ass is on the line. Everybody. So no better time than to have a meeting. That's my take on it. be I don't know. You might have something different.
0: Yeah, no, I. you're you're right there. I. But I think they're... I, this, obviously there's stuff going around with the trade deadline all rumors are rumors, rumors rumors so a coach is going to come in I've, it's happened to us before where shit's going wrong yeah sit down you have a meeting that's one of these meetings where the coach might have come in and talked and then coach might have walked out the door and then the players might have talked with each other and you're just trying to you're basically trying to put everyone here's where we stand this is what we need to do we either do it or we don't and there could be trades cut you know all, all this shit's going around so i don't I don't have a problem with it but I, I hope... Uh, when I said it on Twitter the other day, I, I hope I was hoping Chief went in there with some war paint on his uh, face and said... Uh, <laughs> Easy hey, on that th- now. The right. sh- this sh- this shit's getting real here. You know, we're in trouble, so we got to... You know, I think sometimes you need to be slapped in the ass, too, as you do. You know?
2: do, but now here's my take on it, okay? I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I'm going to just... From an outsider's perspective here, I think they could have done the exact same thing without the flair for the dramatic to it. Mm-hmm. Like... Why do you got to cancel practice at the last minute to like show you're having a meet like that's the last I'm sorry that's the last thing you need to do right now is draw more attention to the fact that things aren't going the way you're wanting them to go. I would have said hey boys guess what tomorrow morning get to the rink half hour early had the meeting had the tough conversations had a tough video whatever you're going to do and then at the end of the meeting you talk about how okay now we turn the ship around. Now we go. Now our best players, you know, and you call out guys in a good way. You bring this to the... And now you go out and you have a 25-minute flow practice. Snapping the puck around, up on your toes, high energy, and then you're off the ice. Now you've taken care of all that stuff internally. The media has nothing now to nibble on and blow out of proportion. Like, now it's like, ooh. Everybody yesterday on Twitter like, oh, my God, team meeting, blah, blah. Like, why? Why the dramatics? You don't need to draw more attention.
0: I wonder if those because you don't know what goes on in the dramatic... And you're right what you're saying. I'm I'm totally on board with what you said, but you don't... Someone might drag his... One of the captains or one of the leaders might drag his ass in with 30 minutes left before practice, comes in, and then the coach has a little talk with the thing, and then maybe they said, we need to have a little talk, and maybe that's how that... He didn't intend to do it. Maybe he did intend to do it. I don't know. The problem is... You'd have to think, though, it would be planned, Kim. You'd have to think. Yeah, but
2: I'm sure there was a meeting planned. But even then, like, let's be honest here, okay? Even then... You can go on the ice a half hour late. I know how it works oh, for sure. They have the whole freaking day almost blocked yeah. off for themselves. They have like yeah. a four hour window <laughs> of ice. that's blocked off. Okay. At their practice facility
0: yeah. and. You can go out there late. But I've sat. I've sat before where the GMs come down. He's walked into the coach's office. All the coaches are in there, and they're having to fucking they're having some kind of meeting in there. Yeah, like yeah. The GMs come to the play now, and you have sat, and all of a sudden, sometimes you've gone out in the ice, and you skate around. and You don't and get they, a coach out there. No, I know. You know, so I you don't know. It, it's, it's but uh, either way, then you
2: are losing the dramatics, right? Yeah. Like right now, I just don't feel they need the dramatics. You don't need any more attention to a losing team. Yeah, yeah. And they, I don't want to say they're a losing team, but they've lost four in a row, so they're yeah. a losing team right now in the last four games to me i would have a a real good meeting with some content to it not just calling guys shitty or not working hard or this or that and the other i'd have content so that players realize that yeah i'm calling you out here's why i'm calling you out now here's why you're a better player than this let's go out and snap it around and get back to business yeah that would be my strategy in something like this
1: yeah um these, does the trade deadline looming even at? Well, the yeah, fire? that's what I said. The dramatics
2: yeah. to it, right? Like, so the trade deadlines around the corner. Oh, Everybody's at the rink, anyways. Like, this is the 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 media. This is the biggest time of year where the media actually show up. You get the guys who go like, once, like Bernie Miklas. Like, he'll show up now at the <laughs> rink because Bernie Miklas feels like, oh God, I'm I'm a Blues guy. You no, know? no, come on, right? But I'm just using him as an example. They well, all he's show a good up. One, <laughs> but they all show up, right? And then. So now to do this, like, you know you have more eyeballs than ever on your hockey club, let alone the fact that you've just lost four games. Now the trade deadline's looming, and your team has been rumored to be in on a couple of different players, a couple of different situations, players' names have come up, all this stuff. I just think you avoid that. I've been on teams where, like, I'll use the Detroit Red Wings, because to me they, they were the model franchise. I still think they are. Kenny Holland, to me, is just one of the best guys ever in the game, so... We always had a policy around trade deadline time. Absolutely no discussions about it. Nobody. The GM, the players, the coaches, nobody. And if we were struggling, we'd always see the bunch of media because they'd come from Canada at that point too, over to Detroit and all this. Nothing. No tidbits to feed on. Nothing. And even if guys were, you know, playing horribly or that we were losing or whatever it was, it was just nothing. And that way there, you keep the dramatics away from your team. You keep the focus on winning hockey games you keep the focus on the right things this way here you highlight the negatives that are surrounding your team just because you've lost four games in a row yeah. everything gets magnified I guess is what I'm trying to say that was long-winded I could have just said it gets magnified
1: <laughs> well but social media doesn't social media from a fan's perspective like brew this fire up yeah a little but you're bit proving more? my point yeah no I, and, and again look at like I've never in my life ever seen so much talk about the GM and his responsibility well, and all this, well, well, from the well, average well, fan. Wait,
2: no, but the GM, uh, this, I'm sorry, the GM is the most important part of the team now. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. So it is, it's his, it's the GM's job right now to either calm the villagers or stir them up, right? Yeah. And do something to change the team. And we'll get into this in a little bit there if we, when we do our hot stove segment. I've got some things to add as far as where the Blues could be headed at this trade deadline. Uh-oh. Um, But you have to remember the GM's job is to either inform the public that something good is going to happen, that we are going to stay the course. You've got to do something here. You are the most important guy when it comes
1: to the roster. And that was kind of where I was going was that it's one thing that he is that guy and everybody, you know, he's become a figure, right? But I mean, man, why did this guy get an extension? What's he going to do? I mean, it's like that's what social media—the fuel the right, fire.
0: Right, right, rightfully so. I don't care what anyone says. Rightfully so. He's the one. He's the one that. He's the one that pulled the string on it. So that 100. He's the guy that gave him the five years or whatever. No. That that was his call. But in order to keep him, what the market was doing and everything, he had to play. It. But that's his call. He went it on him. So now you sit on the seat and you either fix it. Or go go about fixing it. You know, it's going to take a while to fix. And they fixing it over this (laughs) trade deadline. (laughs) No, exactly. But but so he's got some time. But now it's on him because he's he's brought this outfit here. He's ran with this outfit for the last whatever years. Some successful, some not successful. So unfortunately,
2: ultimately, it's never been successful enough.
0: Not
1: enough. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. So he's got. Now it's up to him. It's up to him.
1: Um, how'd you see the game the other night? Was saying, you know, oh, I, again, you know, they're, they're how missing did I Big see it? Joe. Well, they're missing Big Trying Joe. to bury my head, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's I it. feel
2: bad for the players right now because you know what? Here we go again. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say the players are this, this. That. It's not. I can't do that. It's not fair. I'm not out there playing. Okay. So what I can say though is that because of all this crap, everything gets magnified again. So all eyeballs on the Blues game. They don't put together a performance that they're proud of. And what are we doing? Wham! You know, interest in the Blues negative interest goes sky high. So I, I don't know. I, you know, they're I, they're not they're not bringing their A
0: game right now. Once again, that'll play into what I talk <laughs> about later on the hot stove. I I don't think uh, I don't think the Blues know what their fucking identity is. <laughs> uh, they don't know who they are. Can uh, it goes back to. But no, I'm. They, they, can't, they. You're they, right. They don't know if they you're, can score goals. You you're know, right. Tarasenko's now. He's lately. He's been putting the puck in the net for him. But they don't know if they're going to be a, a team that's going to go all offense. They, they're not. Muckers. We don't know what. You got Shen out there one game doing it. You know, doing. So they're all over the fucking place. The, the yeah, same consistent group doesn't come to the table. You don't know what you're going to get every night. You're right. You know, and it goes back to. Uh, I won't say it goes back to.
2: Um, let's just say we could add in that what we talked about last week about how they just have too many guys of the very same personality Correct. that are in that locker
0: room. Yeah. So you're right. It, it comes down to that, you know, and. Uh, but, it, and that's where, I don't know where you're, if you're going to talk, but here's where I, I'm not throwing the season away. By no means am I doing that. Cause you never know what he can come up with in the trades or whatever he's going to do. But I, I sort of shift my, you're going to have Tarasenko there, whatever you decide to do with him. But. I sort of look at my team now. If, if I was the GM, I'm looking, at, looking down upon this as they're playing. Mr. Shen becomes a very vital, important part to my program right now because I want more players like him coming into the process. I want him to lead the process down the road. So I'm sort of going, you made a hell of a trade. You got a guy for uh, whatever you got him for. I can look it up for you. It was
1: next you. year at Lutera. least, right?
0: It yeah. wasn't just LaTera. It was a draft no, pick too. Draft I'm, too. The, I'm sorry, the draft pick gets forgotten. I don't care if it's number one. But what this guy's brought to the ballgame. It would have been worth it yeah. now. Exactly. But I think there, I think there's a new momentum for these guys. They gotta, they gotta jump on this guy and, and ride this man. man. We've got him he's, two more years. He's he's it. And yeah. He's the real deal. And I, I, just, I like what he brings to the table. He's, he shows what he wants to be there. He's putting the puck in the net. I just think they got. That's the guy that I think I'm starting to worry about building it around instead of, not just everyone's worried about who what centerman's gonna play the lead. Who gives a shit anymore? Let's build it around some guy that's gonna lead this process down the road.
2: Well, he's been consistent all season. Yeah, he's come in from day one. And competed hard every night, and even on nights where they're not as good as they can be, he's showing up. He's blocking shots. He's doing things. And he's not always going to be a difference maker because you can't as one individual. Unless you're Connor McDavid, who can go out and score three goals and still lose the game, you know. Um,
1: That's not happening. So... Look, to skip – what do you got to say? Well, no, I was going to say, I, to go to your thing, I, you know, now fans are looking, like, for any answer. So now they're like, now I'm seeing more Mike Yos. Maybe Mike's lost them. It's like he hasn't even been here long. They're talking about He's still
2: stuck with a team that really isn't his. Let's be honest. They're not the contracts
1: that he wanted to bring in. Two years from now is Mike Yos' team. And what That's about, what I think. And yeah. system. I mean, you hear that all the time, too. I, I think Haven't we had this discussion on here? I don't think their systems are very different. Were they? Hitching and no. Well, they are a little bit, but yep. the, the bottom line is any systems
2: now in the NHL takes hard work. You look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, some of the most talented players in the league the last two years have won the Stanley Cup. Why? Because they had ultimate buy-in to their systems with players who
0: worked their nutsack and they're off. they're going to be back competing for it again.
2: Yeah, look at them. Look at Amazing. Them. They're cranking it up, right? Yeah. So, I'm just saying it it's not about systems. Any system can work in the NHL because the coaches are so good, and everything is so like they've got it dialed in. so But the teams who can cons- can consistently bring the
0: effort to succeed with those systems are the teams that win and here's you know so I went to our core players, what whatever Army's put together here in his core under Hitchcock and all that, so we're there. Just, just look at what's going on around the league. The Pittsburgh's running their core right now. It's going to run out here in a, in a year or two. Crosby and them are going to, and Malkin, they'll, they will fade off into the, into the sunset, and they won't be as dominant as they were. It'll be a couple of years down the road, because they're still running. But look at the Blackhawks. They were a powerhouse, and they're, they're, look at, they're not. They won't make the playoffs this year, and they've ran that core for how many years now? They, and played a lot of goddamn hockey. One, three now. Stanley Cups. Yeah. So they ran that core, so and now when you're running that core, though. You got guys get ten million dollar contracts, and guys, so now you're you're starting to buy into the contract here, you know, where the salary cap. So now you're trying to get how do you get away from that? You, you want to show loyalty because these guys yeah. give you their damn life, and they won you three Stanley Cups, which made Chicago good. So the, the Blues got to find a core, and they got and they've tried to run with this core here, and they just haven't had the success other teams have had. So. But I think they've ran long enough with the core now. So I think think there's a new core that needs to be brought into this outfit. And that's where I'm going with it.
2: Well, to add on to your point, okay, the Blues have had the same core almost as long as the Blackhawks. Almost. Okay, so now the Blackhawks have three Stanley Cups. They have contracts now that they can't stand. uh, But you know what? I'm sorry. That is the cost of doing business to win one Stanley Cup. (laughs) Never mind three. (laughs) Okay, so if you could right now take our entire Blues fan base, everybody involved and say, we're going to give you some really bad contracts in four years that you're really going to hate or in 10 years that you're really going to hate. But we're going to give you three Stanley Cups. You don't think we'd take that. Exactly. Oh, my God. Like, Come on. Right. So I get it that you highlight a a team that's been such a powerhouse for the last decade. You take them and you, you magnify and say, oh, well, they got terrible. This is what happens. You're right. This is what happens. Have you seen my ring collection? This is what happens. Yeah, for sure. When you do it the right way. (laughs) Yeah. So, look, let's jump ahead here because we're we're right there on the on the border of where I want to go with this. So, Innovated Heating and Cooling Hot Stove segment right now. we to loves it. Kaboom!
1: And that's all anybody really wants to talk about yeah. right now, so to be honest with this,
2: you. This portion here, we brought it in a while ago. Hot Stove. It's fun because we got the trade deadline, and we couldn't do it without Innovated Heating and Cooling. Obviously, go to their website. Check them out. They do a great job. And they support our Hot Stove segment. This is brought to you by three knuckleheads here in the studio. <laughs> three knuckleheads. <laughs> so, here's my thing. Hot Stove moment. Uh-oh. If I'm the general manager, we're going to play Fantasyland Uh-oh. right now. Okay, I'm the general manager.
0: Yeah, I love it. Make sure you get the right Fantasyland. <laughs> no, yeah, I got Chrome's back. Don't it, you worry. I man. don't know
2: why you're taking your clothes yeah, off. Get it's your not on, that kind. No, 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 no. Pants back up. <laughs> <laughs> who, the, who carries baby oil with them, anyways? <laughs> what a sicko. Anyway, he's wasn't <laughs> <I'm>, everybody. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> no, no, and right, not, no, in, no. And he's got the jack. down. I see what's going on here now. I knew you'd bring the red Stay off the table. Goodness gracious. I knew. You'd bring the Red Bull. <laughs> this is a workplace here. <laughs> Goodness me! All right, to get back on topic, I'm the GM of the St. Louis Blues. Here's what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything. oh. At the trade deadline, wow. you know? No, no. Listen, there is a. I have a really good point here. Okay. What better way? But they're not. Let, let's be honest. The Blues are not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. So why would you mortgage anything that you have in prospects, young talent, draft picks, anything that you have? Why would you mortgage that? For what? Now, m- before we go any deeper, and I know you're, we've got these contracts and freaking Steen. I know where you're going, okay? <laughs> so just I? zip it for a second. All right. You're right. But nobody's taking those contracts. I So agree. get that out of your head. All right? Where we're headed with this is if we can unload one of those contracts for something, then we yeah, will. Yeah. Of course, you, you listen, but it ain't happening. No, everybody, No, why would you anybody want your garbage if it's your garbage right now? That's not the way the NHL works. Those days are over. So if I'm Doug Armstrong, I'm saying I'm calling a press conference after the trade deadline and I'm telling people after the trade deadline I'm saying here's where I'm at as general manager of St. Louis Blues as you know your team that you guys love so much here's where I'm at we have challenged this group to make the playoffs we believe this team can make the playoffs if they don't by not making the playoffs you all the media And internally we will know who didn't get us to the playoffs therefore we will know who we need to remove from the program and move forward with other guys available players and young players that can come in and get us to the promised land why would we mortgage the future right now for a team that we don't believe is going to win the cup why would we do that three years from now we have the potential of being a powerhouse for two or three seasons in a row thus maybe giving us our first Stanley Cup so, if I'm Doug Armstrong, that's what I'm telling Joe Public. This is, without calling out the players, without saying, we have called out the players, take the dramatics out of it. You say, we believe in this group to make the playoffs. If they don't, we will know why. And at that point, you won't have to tell me who I need to get rid of. You won't have to tell me who I need to buy out. You won't have to tell me who I need to bring in. It will be obvious. And I think the fans would look at that and go, you know what? That's pretty damn honest. And now it is. It's on the players. You want to stay a St. Louis blue? You go out there and show me. You think you're good enough to play here? You go out there and show me. And you guys know well enough. Kimby, you know. The guys who don't want to play, it'll just get exposed. Yeah. And then it makes it easy. Yeah, then the I, whole world knows. I like your theory, but I fuck it. I don't like that theory at all. No. I like your theory, but no, I no, my like theory. Your theory. My, <laughs> listen, guys, my theory, theory creates the Tampa Bay Lightning right now, three years from now for the
0: Blues. Your, your think theory, about it. Yeah, yeah, but think about it. You're 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 in a you're in a place where the Stanley Cup just don't want to get here, and <laughs> um, and fans have lived through some really. good You think it's teams. coming now, no, Kimby? We not. could I'm deal but, for fucking McDavid. It but ain't on, coming but here. here. Hold on. No, hold on. I let you have your speak here, and I like your theory. You're going one way, but that's not the if you want to stand pat, that's fine. You stand pat and don't come out here and try to fool the fans and say we're going this route fuck that. The fans know what's going on. They're not stupid. They've lived through this whole process. They deserve to hear it. But well that, yeah, but they're going they could hear that for the last 20 years. They nah, could have heard that. Not that direct. So I but I would sit here like you said, you might not be able to get rid of contracts, but you know what? Your your job as a GM is to try to get rid of the shit you got now. So you try as hard as you can to get rid of something. Get rid of something. And if you're gonna build for the future, I'm all on board. You have to build something because your core is no goddamn good here. I don't care what anyone says. You might have a couple pieces that can bring your core, but that's about it. But there has to be. You're the GM that brought this shit here. Now I say, take that. I always swear, people out there. I don't. I don't mean by shit because they're they're good hockey players. (laughs) Uh, You brought these hockey players here, but they don't fit. So now it's my job as a GM. And whether you do it now or you do it in the in the summertime, it's got to get done at some point in time. You got to build around something. Like I was saying about Chen earlier, mm-hmm. but show you the thing that you're you're dealing with ribs, and you know this as well as anyone. You skate with the guy probably on, on some of these alumni skates and that, but you're you're sort of pissing your owner off here because this guy needs to get into the playoffs. It helps him. Go down the road. Yeah, you know you're not dealing. You're not dealing with the New York Rangers, Toronto Police, where the money is extremely gone. But this guy here needs a little help from back. He needs a little payback to to keep going down the right road. Yeah, but what you I'm know. talking about gets him in the playoffs
2: solidly for the next five years. Yeah, not like kind of sort of like Maybe enough of the bullshit not this year. here. You're can not guaranteed this year. Enough though. of the bullshit. Yeah, but you're this not guaranteed team, this year. you can talk about twenty years of this team, okay? And yeah. it's never, ever, ever been a concise. This is the way we're going. No. It has always been like we're going to trade for pieces because we really think this is what builds a Stanley Cup winner, and we end up with a locker room that's dismantled. It's all. It just has never. I participated with some of the best teams we've had here, and yeah. so have you. Yep. Just never worked. So my point is, yes, obviously we want to get rid of some contracts that we're not happy with, but in saying that, like you said, this is what you've brought in, this is what, okay, yes, but that was a different time. Now, now, more than ever, the Blues have young, real talent. They have draft picks still available. They have a real opportunity to bring in guys like Thompson,
0: Blay, Thomas, Carew, all these guys, they have a chance but what, what's okay? So, so if you're going down that road, why, why, why haven't they fucking brought Cosson up? What's going on? There's something, something's dirty in that laundry, and I don't well, care. What well, okay, says. but who gives a shit about Cosson? I didn't even say his name. No, I know you didn't say, that, but Fuck. we went on and got a, we went on and got this first rounder that we, we traded a guy away to get a first rounder. Mm-hmm. So, I know that we're a team that's sitting here that had injuries. Uh, Gone through a process. Why hasn't this guy? Oh, maybe he's facility? not the player they thought he was. I, I'm thinking that it That's happens, right? And but this is what I'm saying. So, you get one bad young player, but look at the stable but, of young players that are sitting in the weeds. But in your in your phrase, I'm just be speaking off your words. You're going to try to get this shit straight. So then, if that kid's sitting there and this isn't the guy we want, then we then maybe this guy's the guy that we got to throw in the towel. But and, yeah, and get but rid it, of in my opinion, it's in the
2: off season because yeah. what happens in the off season is teams lose their their players, some of the UFA, some they're willing to deal. Like the trade deadline now. It's a good thing. It's you know, but the trade deadline really is draft week. Yeah, that's where it happens. Now all the big deals, all the real movement, all the solid plays are made during NHL draft week. And so, to me, you you hold on to Costin, uh, you use him maybe as a poker chip. You know, throw him in on a good deal, or use him as a youth that he is to a team that needs youth, like a Chicago Blackhawks. I know we don't ever deal with them, but I'm just saying, Blackhawks. The Red Wings need a young player. Uh, Ottawa Senators, like all these teams that need that good young player. Now you can pull something out of them in the offseason. It's not going to matter
0: at this deadline I, I, is what I'm saying. Well, I, I, I agree with you, but the teams like the, you said, they're Ottawa, um, Edmonton. There, there's a fan base sitting there that's a, in a bigger uproar than what's going on here in St. Louis. Well, I know, but they've totally I, admitted now they're going like rebuild. Yeah, but and I'm saying there's there's people there that got to save their fucking job right now. I know, but and I'm not fan, talking about them. No, but I'm, but what I'm saying is so there's there's a market there. For probably, they probably got some players in that in their organizations that would come here and could be part of a, a new development. Yeah, but be. sometimes those players are, are not the guys we
2: want. Some of, but we believed it in the past. Oh, this guy here. Well, there's a fucking reason somebody's getting rid of him.
0: Yeah. There, there is. There's a reason, but that, but you don't know what that, because that, that goes flop side. Because you, you, but you,
2: speculation. I get yeah. it. But what you're saying, well, I guess what <laughs> I'm trying to say about your opinion is. That
0: just because they're available doesn't mean they're going to be good for but, us. But I'm, I'm just saying those teams right now. Riz, I, I I agree with you going to the summer and developing and, and getting your whole team going. But I'm thinking that there's could be a couple pieces off these before someone else beats you to the point. Oh well, yeah, okay, no, I get it. Out. That's but what I'm asking. What I guess what I'm saying ultimately well, where is where it doesn't hurt your team for this year. You're just bringing some, It's not going to demolish the team right now. Yeah. So you're still going. You're still going down the same avenue you want to go. You've tried to get rid of. And I'm just using this example, and it's, you're probably not getting rid of the guy, but just say Bowie's are sitting there, and someone wants a seventh defenseman to sit there in their backup stable, mm-hmm. going, like because Boston just went and got a guy, Tampa Bay just went and got guys that I've never even heard of, yeah, and they're picking these guys up. Maybe you can get rid of that, still have a chance to go run down your playoff list, still have a chance to pluck one of these guys off these teams that are really struggling, where you can sort of almost get something mm-hmm. from them for it's not as much. That's where I'm I'm thinking of going in that direction.
2: I'm not disagreeing with you, yeah, but kind of going back to my initial comments was. I'm not worried about secondary deals right now. If those secondary deals come up to where, or, you know, third line deals that come up like that kind of stuff, then we take them, we do what we can, right? But why not? And this is where I, this is where I get concerned about bringing in players from other organizations is, and they're on short term, whether it's a rental or another year left, one year left in their deal, you're not bringing in a guy that has five years left on his contract. It's just not happening. Not unless you're suckered into taking them. So, and I don't want to bring a guy in right now. No, with, I don't. Uh, but hang I don't on before play. I lose I my before I lose my thought. I, I lose my memory quickly, yeah. especially with Jack Daniels in front <laughs> of me. Um, what happens is you're bringing another outside entity into your group. May not be healthy for your group, and it may take you a season to figure out it's not healthy for the group. Yeah. Just it's not a fit. Why not give Mike Yo his team truly? Because this is not his team. No, this was Hitch's team with bits and pieces along the way, and he's got maybe a couple of players that are Mike Yo's guys. But why not? Say we're keeping all outside players out. We're going to build from within—guys who know what Mike Yo wants, guys who play Mike Yo hockey, guys who are born and bred into our system. Yep. And now, three years from now, you have Mike Yo's true team. You have a group of players that have all been under the same philosophy that hopefully have all bought in. They're young, so they should be playing hard. Now, half your lineup or three quarters of your lineup is young, hungry,
0: fast, skilled. Hockey players, and I and I agree with that, and I and I have nothing wrong. And then after this trade deadline, because you're going to be close to me missing this boat here right away, of course. But but who cares? But then, but then the costing kid needs to come up. The, you know, Let's well they see, can do that. We got. they can do that. Absolutely. But I think this is this time on a team that's fading down. And is on the verge of making the playoffs, you're either gonna say we're gonna get a player, a rental player, to come in and try to turn it around, or we're gonna to try to get rid of some contracts so we have some open space yeah. to run down the road. You're you're going one way or the other. The only way I bring in a rental player is if I can get rid of some of the yeah. contracts I don't want. Exactly. That's, That's it. it.
2: That's the only but way you'd bring why it. Why would anybody take that contract back?
0: <laughs> like I said though, but Bo Meester's sitting there. I'm just, I'm but just, he's uh, technically a rental too, isn't he? But but when you're when you're at the top of the mountain, you can take those rental players on to try to make c- because you're making a long, 16, yeah, no, I, I, long race. You know. I get it, but what you're, what you're saying is a true
2: hockey trade, which is good. However. The dynamics of that is something. You, most of these teams are getting rid of their their rental players for other teams. They don't want to bring five, six,
0: seven million back. They don't want to bring that back. But the but the ones that are chasing that the the, the big trophy at the end. Here, but they're, they're not going to deal those guys. There's going to be about five guys that are just looking for for uh, the real contenders aren't dealing the,
2: their best players,
0: are, even their rentals. But I'm just saying there are, there's a fourth there's a fourth line center that, or something they're going to bring or a third line center. If they can pluck one off of a team just to make sure they're running down the stretch, like I said, Boston just did it. Tampa, they're they're picking up guys so they can get to that finish line. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. And but if St. Louis could depart with a contract to get to that. They're not gonna, like you said, Tampa Bay and these guys aren't taking on four-year contracts. No, but they're, if there's a guy sitting there, that they're got, not giving up a no. top prospect or a. Re, or but, they're actually not giving well, up anything significant. But I guess you subtra- you want to get addition
2: by subtraction, yeah. I get it. So. so. We're not disagreeing completely on this. Um, You've got a little bit of a different spin on it, which I get it. Mine is more – I'm not trying to say it's more direct. Mine is more obvious, right? Yours is if there's some subtle deals to be done in the back weeds over here, we get them done and we get rid of some stuff, that's a good
0: play. If we can do it, that's a good play. The reason I go there because I've I've sat in this town and you've sat in this town for a long time, there's a core group of fans out there that if you – what you're going to say, they're going to sit there and say, no, I, they understand what you're going to say, Jamie, but they've heard that speech. Before. No, but they've never had a direct plan
2: given to them. No, they've but, never actually had something that is like, wham, bam, wham, bam. This is the way we're doing it. This is why we're doing it. And this is why we're challenging this group. But, so you, the people
0: know who doesn't I belong here. With, I agree with you. You're saying and any hockey knowledgeable person is going to understand. I'm just saying there's a core group of people here that have been told a <sighs> I lot of shit for of a it. long, long time. I think they're time. sick of
2: being average. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. Yes, so yes. why be average again? Like, fuck it. But Let's... All, you're gonna, all you're
0: doing is running down – you're running down the list to the end of the year is what you're going to do Yeah. on your thing. And and these people are going to sit there and, and they're just going to Yeah, they'll be mad. Gonna be mad. They're going to be mad. But that's okay. That's my job. I'm yeah. the GM. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm supposed to know more than them. You're supposed to, yeah. That's right. Yep. So I'm willing to
0: deal with somebody calling me a dumbass. Of course, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I believe I'm more he's knowledgeable. Got, he, he's got to, at some point – at some point, he has to show something, Rivs. He has to show something. I know, but I think that does show something. You know. I think it shows a lot of balls, for one thing, to say we're standing
2: pat. I think it shows a lot of balls to indirectly call out the existing team and the core leadership group. And I think it takes a lot of balls to have a direct path that you're going to show people,
0: and you're sticking to it, and I'm a man of my word. Yeah. Well, that, but a man of his word is going to come in the summertime because if, if this shit doesn't get to that point, then, yeah, then, but that's not now. He he puts himself on a on us in the corner. He's going yeah. into the corner, and he's going to have to sit there and say in the, at the summertime, <laughs> now I got to come out of the corner somehow. Yeah, I agree. But I, I'm just talking right now. Trade yeah. deadline yeah. for the rest of,
2: until the last game of the season, whether it be regular season or playoffs. I'm talking about from now till then. And then after that, I think it's game on. I think the day they're out of the freaking playoffs, or the day they're out of the season,
0: it's game on. You start doing some work. There's a, there's a way that way you can go down that road that what you're going. And I, I'm not disagreeing. With going that way, I I just think there's got to be a little subtle movements in here to just go a different direction. And Look, if you can I get rid of a couple we're, of, we're both getting there at the same point. Yeah, it's we are. Where, where we're going, it's just a, just a little different avenue.
2: Yeah. Well, now, let's say, hang on here, i got to wake up Cromer over here. Let's get no, him involved. No, 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 I'm just,
1: I, I'm, I can I'm see the at, smoke coming oh, out I've of his, his ears right now. I've sat to you both, and I would say this, from a fan's perspective. I know perspective, he's going to say, trade steam. No, there's going to be two sides to this from a fan. The, half the fans are going to be like, to, to some degree, like, bullshit. We put up with this bullshit for so long, and to Doug Armstrong's credit, a lot of fans are sitting there going, Hey. You you nobody thought he could get rid of Laterra, and look what he got for Laterra. So they, they, they think that there could possibly be a deal there. There's another side of the faction which I'm in, kinda like I think I'm a hybrid of both you guys. I want to be so a seller. So a fence sitter. I want to be no, exactly. I want to be a seller. <laughs> I don't want to. I I absolutely do not want to trade any of no, my I assets. Agree.
2: You sell, but but in doing so, like I guess the addition by subtraction. Maybe I didn't get my point across. No, you did clear enough. I'm saying if you can sell off some of the right what you would call extra baggage, then you do so. But what I'm saying is, what I'm suggesting is that we don't try to buy and try to. Fake our way into sure. the playoffs is what it, that would be. It would be faking your way into the playoffs just to say you made the playoffs, and then your
0: team's in disarray again because you don't have really what you need to be successful. Here, here's I'll, I'll give you an example of. Here, here's what the when I when I first come into the Quebec Nordiques. So the Quebec Nordiques were always a, a bottom feeder team. When 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 I got there, they were always you know they're at the bottom of the fence. Mm-hmm. Peter and them had just yeah, come I remember off, that they, they went on a roll and then all of a sudden they come back to reality. They draft Joe Sakic. They have a hell of a draft. They get Sacks. Curtis LeCision, these guys come in, uh, Sundin. And they, they go through a process. And every trading deadline would come up. And then they would sit there and they'd get rid of their Peter Stad Peter gets traded to Chicago. Eventually, Goulet gets traded to, or to Chicago. Peter comes to St. Louis, I guess. Right. So they, they get rid of their players. And then they run with this young crew. And at the end of the season, they send the young crew down to the minors. And then the minors, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to go win a championship. That's how we're going to build this. And they, they try to do it. They try to do the... The cheap way, Montreal-Canadian way is what they would always do. Because Montreal-Canadians were running with it the whole way. They were going, my young kids are down here. They're going to go in and ch- they're going to learn on their own where you're going to try to transplant it at the end of the year. You know what I mean? And that that's, that's how they would run. So if you're going to sit with your horses here and you're going to run that, because if you're out of the playoffs, they're going to send these kids down to the minors that belong in the minors and they're going to make a run for it down there. And, that's, you know, and then you're going to hold on to this dead weight. But this dead weight has to go. Which up team up are they sending them to? Yeah, I, that. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> That's the problem, That's right?
2: That's the problem there, yeah. Because now you're sending your players down to the minors. Well, where, yeah. guess what? If I if the Avalanche don't make the playoffs, guess where their prospects are going? Yeah. So guess who wins that battle? That even goes back to your junior kids that are sitting there, that once they're done their junior race, I know. they're ready to come. I know, but where so are they going? Where are they going? You yeah. get, so this is ultimately, again, this is why in this day and age, not having a primary affiliate to where you control everything it's
0: very difficult. And that's what I think the biggest thing for the Blues – and we even had this at the start of the year when all this – even last year we were going into this part when Berube was even coaching the Wolves. It was it was sort of – the Wolves – I knew how the Wolves ran. Jamie played there, but I played against them. There was a lot of independent players that come in there, and, and they were always a good team with a core group of the, of the St. Louis Blues. But they went, And they went on to do good things. But yeah. to get your own thing and to build this like the – I'll, I'll go back to, I think the Detroit Red Wings, I, I don't know how they were really built, and Jamie talks highly of them, but <clears throat> their Montreal Canadiens always started with their money. The kids always went to the minors, and they learned what it took to be a yeah, professional Yeah, player. you earn your stripes. Yeah. Yep. And, and then you would st- come up to the NHL, because it wasn't going up and down, up and down, up and down. Once you got to the NHL, you paid the price, you were ready to play it out, and that's what the Blues need to get to, where these young kids come in and... But that's what I'm.
2: Ultimately, that's what I'm saying, right? Ultimately, that's we get a good primary affiliate in the AHL. We take control. But that's what I'm saying is now we we develop, we marinate. That's the new word in the hockey world. You marinate your prospects (laughs) in the minors, and that way they're much like Chicago Blackhawks, Seabrook, Keith, all but David Boland, all those guys who won them those cups. They all started in Norfolk in the American Hockey League, and they left them there, and then when they brought them up, they brought them up together. Tampa Bay Lightning. Steve Eiserman had all these guys, Palat, Johnson, uh, you know, the, the whole stable of them. We're playing in Syracuse. Yep. What did he do? He brought them up, and now look. Yep. Right. So this is the strategy that is working, and you have to do it because that's the way the NHL is. Now you're not going. You're not able to spend above the cap. You can't bring in a bunch of contracts that put you over the cap. So you have to build from within, and you have a very small window to do it. Probably about four or five years to create create your core sign the guys who you think is the best part of your core, like Tampa Bay has done, and then you ride those guys out. And then you keep adding little
1: pieces to the mix, and you end up being a powerhouse. Yeah. Okay, so for all of our fans out there, I think you just broke a lot of their hearts because they were ex- – No, and they should on. be motivated. Well, hang on. No, no. Hang on because I think a lot of them were hoping you were going to come in here and spend some we're going to do this and we're going to do that and it's all going to be rainbows puppies Yeah, but I'd be lying panels. then. I'd be you right. know, I'd be bullshit. So, okay, so now let the fan not bullshit you. Mm-hmm. The, the, to Darren's point, I how I mean, I've been putting up with this shit for how long? Okay, Jamie, I'm with you. I b- trust you. I believe you. I listen to you every week. You know, you you tell it like it is, so I got a lot of respect for you. blah blah blah. Okay, now how long do I have to wait doing it your way? Not what, what what I got another two, two? years. So, I got to put up with this bullshit for two more years.
2: Yeah, but then you can put up with possibly a fucking parade down
0: Market Street for the first time in your life. You could put up with bullshit for the next two years if you have the right clientele in here giving you the. All all the fans of St. Louis ever wanted, all they've ever wanted is hardworking people. That's all they've ever wanted. I don't think you got that here right now. And I don't think you're going to get
2: that but from just necessarily bringing other people's players. No, I think that's you've got that like you to
0: build that shit. Like you're talking about the Montreal Canadiens. You've got to build that but that's shit. Not what, no, that's not what I want. I said, so you said two years. I said, the, the St. Louis fans, you know, they'll get over this again. But show them something what you're going to do. So by, by Jamie's right. with way of thinking, if you're going to bring this in, the next group that comes in here better be fucking hardworking, working. Because that's the only way you're going to sell it to that point. Because if you're going to... Going to stay with this and then come in and they're going to bring in Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse too. It's not going to work. <laughs> the people are, they just get tired of it. And then you go through a stage in St. Louis that'll sit there and go, What the fuck are we doing here again? And, and things are going to start to hurt. They got to bring in a hard, they need to bring in, and I'll, like the Brian Sutters that were good here, the, the, they worked their ass out. Like, so you got, yep. Shen, that's why I say to Shen, that's the guy you want. Like, look at what Chaser and these guys have done, but they always come and did their job. Totally. And, and but and then, then if, ch- if Shen's your bar, right? If yeah. he's the measuring stick. Wow, what a measuring stick to have.
2: And this is the first time, in my opinion, the very first time in the salary cap era that the Blues have total control over what they're going to develop and that they have total control into creating the identity that they want. This is the best time. Look at the youth we have currently in the lineup, in the minors, in junior and then the draft pick's available. This is the very first time, in my opinion, in the salary cap era, that the Blues have total control over creating their identity, which right now, like you said, it's a Braden Shen-type player. Now you bring in maybe a little personality, a little more rah-rah in the room. Two, three years from now, you got a guy who's like a Vince Dunn, maybe. He's the guy standing up in the locker room yep. talking to guys. Like, I'm sorry, to me, that's the play.
1: And, and again, I I think fans... Again, they they want they feel like they deserve a solution now and to some degree. But I understand that these well, things the take time. Well, the solution
2: is by getting a team that actually can compete for real, not just fake well, their way
0: in. Here's here's where the Blues and I, I believe and people call me crazy, and that's fine. When the, when the Blues got rid of Ryan Reeves at the start of the year, they they sealed their identity right there to me. I knew what kind of team they're going to fucking be right then. Because now you've just taken a guy out that can actually play the game. He's doing well in Pittsburgh. He's taking care of Mister Crosby out there, very fine. But you sealed your identity. I mean, you were going. At it. I think the Blues, instead of just taking a little baby step, going from away from the tough guy to the to the grinding type guy, I, I think they took a whole friggin' big yard step and got away from it. And yeah. that's the kind of players that I'm talking about. So you got your shins, but you still need the you still need the gritty sons of guns that come to the ball game, like the back, like those guys. Well, that's where I was going to head right now. Is you know, two summers
2: ago, the Blues had a very difficult decision to make. One, I knew they weren't going to be able to keep David Backus. I really didn't think they were going to be able to keep him. Okay, so that being said, personally, if Fantasyland again, I'm the GM. I'm going not necessarily all in, but I'm going pretty damn hard to keep Troy Brower here. Yeah, because that guy there has a Stanley Cup. He, has a couple of Presidents' trophies. He's played with the best players in the world: mm-hmm. Ovechkin, Kane, Tays, like you name it. Right, like he's played with them, so he knows what it takes. For those dynamic elite players and he was one of the only guys that spoke his thoughts in the locker room he would challenge a guy like vladdy he did it openly he challenged other guys i'd bring up vladdy because he's still but other guys openly openly and you get what he had the swagger to freaking do it and he'd go out there and whatever he talked he'd do the walk and so to me the missed opportunity there is a guy like troy brower who would have been their captain and that's a guy that you can hang your hat on. Yeah. So you got this guy now, this burly, gritty champion leading your team, along with a guy like Braden Shand, and even that's a guy right. like Petrol. Yeah, You got two guys leading by example, and one guy that's like the kingpin.
1: Yeah. Well, and that, and that was the only thing I was going to say in response to what you, you said, and that's this, and I remember that, okay? I was pissed as a player. They had had a nice run. They finally have this nice run. They played good playoff hockey. Unfortunately, it it, it you know it, it didn't culminate into a Stanley Cup appearance. But they man, when they beat Chicago and that, and Brower played great, and had been, then they don't sign either of them, and all of a sudden we go t- from a team that could play the style to nothing. And I'm going to tell you this, and I remember this. I, Armstrong come out and said, "Well, we're kind of rebuilding." Yeah, he well, he he come out and said that's that. That's
2: because the model the model that they had gone with at that point wasn't sustainable. The reason it wasn't sustainable is because you had expiring unrestricted free agents. When it's sustainable is when you have players that are still restricted free agents in your your stable that are those players. So you've had three, four years now to develop these players and for them to create their identity. That way it's sustainable. You can keep them on your team for another five, six, seven years after that point. Unfortunately, these uh, these great guys that were on that Blues team that got them to the Western Conference Final. It wasn't sustainable because you couldn't keep them all, unfortunately.
0: And I think these names – and I, I'll still – I hang mine on reason. And the guy you're mentioning, I go with you too. Because when the Blues start out the season so well, and then all of a sudden – I don't care if you get one – if you get one injury and you fall off that far and you go down to mediocre or to average, from being really good to average, you're missing, you're missing leadership. And I don't give a shit what – something's going wrong. You're missing a player or something that can straighten the ship out. So you got your – you know, the guys that we've mentioned – but that's they're missing that, and so that's 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 the biggest part that that he's yeah. gonna, they're got to find a guy like hopefully Shen can get unshackled here and not that and, and unshackled. What I mean by that is he's new to the team, and I think they need to broaden his things. They do, little and little
2: I think they got to start throwing some responsibility for on sure. some young shoulders for sure. You got to yep. start maybe throwing an A over yeah over to uh, uh, I say save Vinston because I like the way he plays. I think yeah. he's a character kid. You get not throw him an A next year, but in the next two seasons, he needs to wear a letter.
1: Yep. Like you need to get him there. I, I, this is how desperate Blues fan is. Okay, I, I I'll have to just ask you, Jamie. I I don't. Darren can chat. I mean, we got people that want to make this. Sashnikov, he's going to be a great player, man. Have you seen his game? <laughs> I, I seriously. When I talk about, I, th- that's how ho- that the fans are dying. Like I, 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 I wanna... got people going. I've got people texting me going. You're not going to talk about the acquisition of Sashnikov? And I go, what's there to talk about? And the guy gives me this laundry list. How about the fact that he plays hard and he does this and he does that? And I'm like going, wait a minute, this guy's got s- – what?
2: He's a third-line player at best.
0: You know what? You know what's going on there, though? And, and I probably Army's had a guy out, whatever, whoever scouts that region or area, there's a scout there that's really talked highly of this guy. So Army's gone out and – the guy the guy might be might be part of the process in the in I think year he two. could be. You know, so he's sitting there, so all you're doing what what'd they give up for him? A fourth fourth round pick. Fourth round pick. And if this guy turns into a third or fourth liner on your team, that's okay. You know, to make the National could Hockey Could be a league. damn good third-liner. Right now, we could use a damn good third-liner. So, so don't throw your things away. on we, we. I don't know nothing about him. And Jamie might know a little bit more, but we don't know much about the guy. He's never played at a high level that we've seen him at. Uh, He's and a that's hard worker. Po- well, and that's my point. This guy's not a savior. See, that, that, the ceiling that, no, no, for this no, guy, no. guy, quite honestly, <laughs> guy the for
2: ceiling game. for this guy is being able to possibly play up in a time of need on a second line. But he's a third-line player, in my opinion. Um, He's a year or two away for a guy. He's not a this year. But, you know, I I, I do believe that he replaces some current players that uh, have expiring contracts that don't need to be re-signed. Now you have a younger player that can take those minutes and that hopefully you can build over the next season or two into what you really want in that position. So I don't disagree with the move. I think the move is fine. Um, I think people are frustrated because they expected, like, some blockbuster thing. Uh, And they ended up with Sashnikov, who, uh, unfortunately, to this date, hasn't yet
1: been an NHL standout. Darren, you got off easy on this whole play GM deal. I mean, I, I, I mean, the fans just want to hear you say who Mike. you're going to trade for nothing. Who you're just going to give exactly away? What I would do? No, if they want the names of the no, players, you're trading for nothing. I,
0: I, I, I told you, I told you who I would get rid of. Berg, Berglund had to go on the heartbeat. Here we go. Hey, and I'll tell you what, if I'm re- if I'm rebuilding, if I'm rebuilding the process, you're, the guys that have been here like Bowmeister, I don't care, Mister Steen. If I'm rebuilding, he needs to
2: go. Oh, he just smiled over here. Oh my God, but he I'm needs so to go. Excited though. right now. He,
0: he's he's been here. He's been the he's been the leader. I don't care what anyone says. He's nah, the guy. Stasny, top score in the last 15 games. Stasny's name's sitting there too. It's top ass in my they're, opinion. They're staying. There. So that's
2: fine. Stasny and Steen, one and three top scores last 15 it, it games. It ain't good enough though. I am. I'm just saying. So, didn't you tell me it's more than a stat sheet? It is okay. It is. Well, the guys. Well, Frank. We've gone down that road before, but so. now you know, you keep going back to that, so I might as well go to. Might
0: as well lower myself to your level. <laughs> if, I, if I come in as a general manager and I take over from Mr. Armstrong, yep. Mr. Steen, Stas. These guys are on my list to well, to, to, to the okay, so, area. So before and we go on, I told you who I. Was, Shen's going to sit there. Tarasenko's still going to be there because hopefully he's going to be my goal scorer. But Shen's going to be my leader down on the, as far as the forwards. You guys got so, Petro back there, so your your decor is pretty so, good here. So, so let me ask you this: That yeah, is, so
1: Jamie, let me ask you this then: If you're going to do what you're going to do, and again, I I think fans would be like, okay, I Jamie's got a good Paul. Aren't you? Don't you have to trade Stasny then? Because everybody wants a center, a top center. Oh yeah, but he's expiring. You can do that. I mean, unless you're.
2: Uh, but the thing that we don't know is they might be in talks to resign him oh. with him taking a haircut. Okay, Chrome's. This is where your the fan in you has to just zip your lips. If you can get, <laughs> if you can get Stasny to resign at three or three point five, you're winning. You are winning. Oh. you're win- Look at. Th- oh, y- I can't take. Let's lower ourselves for a second, Kimby, and let's go to the stats.
1: <laughs> I can't handle it. I don't want to watch him play anymore. Oh, I'm just being that, honest. That, with that you. just shows that. I I know. I, know. You don't, I don't know. You anything. don't see. I know. Like the big I picture, I, I. If you had
2: Stasny at three million a year, but, you'd be like, okay, like, oh my god, okay. what a great deal! No, 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 I,
1: no, no, I, no, no. We got Berglund at three gonna, million a year, and I don't want him. He's Berglund, awful. Is,
0: Berglund is not I'm the going, same player, hey, not even close. I'm, I'm, I'm going sorry. down your. I'm going down your avenue with you here, Chromes. I'm coming on your side here. <laughs>
1: Thank oh my God, a boy. Yes. And here's why I yes. say, oh my god, because if I'm
0: coming in. Guys, I'm, I didn't say keep I'm, them for okay. sure. I said if you're negotiating with them. Otherwise, yes, you I'm can agreeing, make a deal. I agreed with Jamie. I said your process. If you're going to ride oh, these guys God. out to the end, but then I'm blowing it up. And here's my here's my key guys because you guys were supposed to carry my outfit, and now you haven't done it. So obviously, you ain't the guys. Now I blow you up, and now I bring someone in.
2: Yeah, I'm not like I'm, I'm not disagreeing, guys. But what I'm saying is, just like you said, to take your own words and use them against you. How hard is it to find a good center in this league? Well, you just call him a good center. You just called him a good center, and now you want to trade him because he's wow. a good uh, – shut up for a second because right. he's a good center and other teams are going to want him. Okay. Okay. Well, if he's so good, why can't he I play for your resolve. team? So, Do you I
1: learn? get to
0: rebut? What did you learn from this? Just call him a center next time. <laughs> okay. No,
1: well, no. But, but he said my, that. That's my point. No, no, no. Just that's my point, though. What is, that, your, point? Point is, what is that, your point? My point is that
2: people think he's a good center. No, you said he's a good center. People are looking listen, for a good center. He's
1: a supposed, how about that, a top-line, oh, well, he no, is a top-line center. really screwed center.
2: yourself on yeah. this one, Cromer. He's
1: a top-line top center go go. with an expiring contract. That's and, right. And here's another thing. If you can get rid of him,
2: good. Otherwise, if you can resign him for half of what he's making, great play. Here's the thing, though.
1: Why do I care what he's making if he's not helping me win? Because
2: the number one thing you sell the Look
1: at the money these guys are making. I don't, but you I do. just want to be able to have other so better So we players. always have
2: to say, I've, because you get so emotional, we always have to say, because I am emotional, take the salary out of it. Because I always, how many times have I said that? Pretend he's not making six million. Pretend no, not he's not making. I will. I get rid of I him.
0: Want him. I will want him.
2: I
1: don't care what he's making,
0: but I don't Darren. want him. But he's not my type of player. That's why I get rid of him. But, okay, but
2: I don't like that type of player. But Kimby, are you getting rid of him if you can re sign him even I, as I an average center? I am. At half it. of what he's I'm making. Him and Steiner would go.
0: I'm just telling you what I think. I got. love it. See, I disagree. I, uh, they're not
2: my... The, the reason no, but I they're not is, your style.
0: they not my style of player. Shen is my kind of player. I know, but you can't yeah, have I, a whole fucking lineup of that no, either. No, but I got Tarasenko sitting over here, so I, I got him <laughs> part of it. I got Fabry, a guy that I love too. Oh, my so, God. So I, I keep he might around. never play again. He might not, but I'm going to hang my hat with him a little bit. Why? I'm going to see what my young kids are going to do. Your hat would crush him. What about these young kids we've talked about?
2: What about these young oh, kids? Oh man, out the young kids. Okay, but hang him on that. Okay, fine. But but, but you're re- but You're
0: saying we're going to go. I didn't and... say a rebuild. No, totally, we... I said let's use our assets. If, if you're going to go down the avenue that you talked about, Ribs, you got to you got to blow it up if it doesn't work. I don't care what you say. I understand,
2: but guys, sometimes it, it's just like a lot of the GMs are taking the stance now, like. Why would I trade a rental player for somebody? I, I'll just keep him and use him as asking, my own I'm rental player. I'm not asking for a rental player. That's no, no, not no. What no I'm I, for. You're not letting me finish my point here. My point is, if I have a guy who I already know, what I can get from him, he's going to be a point every second game. He's going to bring me forty to fifty points a season. He's not gonna be my number one center. He'll be my number two center, and I'm getting him for three million. Good luck finding another center Iceman to give you that for that price.
0: I'll take my chances. I'll go find it. I know you will, but I'm just
2: <laughs> You know? I will. I'm just saying. I mean looking at I think it. Oh, I think they I think they need a new, I'm new taking, environment. I'm taking emotion out of it. I I'm know not, you guys not, are I just don't like them as
0: uh, I, know. I, I like them they put up numbers and I think I know but we Steiner can't get his, we
2: can't go get Reeves and we can't bring back Provy and like <laughs> Steve had his run
0: he's had his run here and he's led this I don't team. disagree and and you've agreed to the point where they haven't made their their core well he's been the head of the totally.
2: player, so he's But what that. I'm saying with my strategy is we're going to let these guys play their way onto the team or off of the team and Stasny's a different situation because he's an expiring contract. So if I can get something for him, I will. Doesn't mean I can't go re-sign him in the offseason. Yeah. You're allowed to do that. For sure, yeah. So that's where I'm headed with it.
1: Well, I'm just telling you that fans have had enough.
2: No, you've had enough. <laughs> don't don't portray yourself as no, all the fans, no, Cromer. No, we've had enough. No, yep. you have had enough. No. Nope. He's I'm uh, he's got to
1: be a, 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 a We've had enough. He
2: targets everybody who has a last name that starts with the letter S. Yeah. Last week it was Steen. This week it's Stasny. I think he's
0: been watching Don Cherry tape from the old
1: days. Well, hey, I'm going Hey, I'm moving on to the bees now because Bo Meister and Bergy are right behind him. Yeah, They're there on their way go. out of town. He's really
0: going out on a fucking <laughs> limb with
2: those ones, eh? Get. Hey, Bergie goes to the, Berge. Of the You've
1: defended Bergie to
2: Kimball all year long. Well, I Awful. Have. <laughs> Awful. Well, you can say what you want. See, but it's, it's, uh, see, again. Show me a replacement I'll, then. Oh, I I'd rather watch a young guy out there play. But now there I'll goes you against your argument you had earlier put, where you're like, the I'll, fans are tired of this bullshit. I'll put so, with Thorburn out there You of Berge just, just, I will too. He's yeah. just you know what? Well, no, I agree he's with you. He's just oppositional. Earlier he's like, yeah, it is because I said we're gonna look at the rebuild. Well, fans are tired of that. Now you just told me let's go young.
0: Uh, they, got, they got too many. They got too many. Take a stance and
1: go tree. with it, would you? They'll go with the rebuild if you get rid of these guys that were. Well, hard I understand to watch it, We keep talking about I the never core. Sa- the core didn't do shit. Okay, this Crohn's, core didn't do
2: shit. This is where you're, you're way off. Is I never said we're going to hang on to all this disaster through oh, I, the offseason. I admitted that. I never said that.
1: I didn't say you said that. I know, but
2: I never said it. And again, good luck trading him right now. Not going to happen. No, so, you, you, you sorry. I read a
0: get of right now, but of burglary you No. You, you, get, you do get rid of him at some point, please. Well, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm saying right now, like. D- d- you, you might. He's only $3 bucks. You might be able to find uh, someone to jump on. You
2: this. might be able to find a buyer because they do need a, a center he's a big, Iceman he's a who's a big, big body. Big uh, body he could be a third liner somewhere and else with a team that's got two really good. Problem is he the, could be there. The problem is sometimes the term on his con- term on his contract. But once again, yeah. I didn't say we don't trade him. If these opportunities come to us, yes, we take those opportunities. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to shake up this team by dealing our assets to get. A player, even with a a, a guy with one or two years left. I'm not doing that just to say, oh, hey, I made a deal. We made the playoffs. Now we're struggling for three freaking years after, but we made the playoffs. Bullshit. Let's do something that takes some balls, make a good play,
0: keep your assets, build a goddamn winner. You want a JFK speech. That's what you want, right? Who? He played right wing. <laughs> he played right wing in Lucky Lake, didn't I he?
1: Van Riemsdyk. What'd you hey, say? Yeah. JFK. JFK. Uh, right wing in Lucky come on Lake. I'm gonna tell the
0: whole world the whole world's gonna be good, and then boom, it's all good. And no, that's you're, you're something's, no, gotta, go. something's gotta go. No, I'm not. i
2: But you, once again, you're not listening. I didn't say <laughs> that, that. I didn't say they can't trade things. What I'm saying is they don't blow up the youth the prospects no, we don't that. because not. that's that. the Kimby, That's the number one things that everything that's come up with Hoffman, Broussard, any yeah. of these deals that we talk yeah. about has been, well, we want one of your prospects, so we either yeah, want Cairo
0: or Thomas, but I get we of... want a first-rounder, and we want a rostered player. If you're going out for a good player, though, I, I got nothing wrong with getting rid of one of them because you're not going to be able to pay all these guys when it comes their time, I know. so I don't mind getting rid no, of one of them. No, but you have five years. Yeah. You have six years, actually. But I don't mind getting rid of one years. of them. You have six years. Because I'll guarantee you out of the four that you're talking, the four ones we got here... The only one that we really know about as of this date is Mr. Thompson, who I think can play in this league. No, I get it. But so you still have six years to figure it out. You, but I'll guarantee you the other three, they're they're not gonna be out of all of them, there's gonna be two of them that probably don't make your top two lines. No, I understand. But then in a position of power right near the draft, yeah. you take you decide I'm
2: either keeping Cairo or I'm keeping yeah. Thomas. Yeah. I'm dealing one of them Correct. to somebody here at the draft because so I'm gonna bring in Player X, bam.
0: If you can do that, God bless you. But I'm saying
2: you're not going to get that deal right now because teams know that the Blues are not in a position of power to make a trade. They're in a position of desperation.
0: Correct.
2: So I'm sorry. Stick to my frigging guns here. What The goddamn. Show, well, what Cromer. people
1: don't realize is that you wore your shirt and tie and your jacket today. You've got your GM tie. outfit on. Where's the tie? At? Well, it's it, tie. It, it's, it's under it, it, your certain suit and tie. Your GM outfit. He is drinking
2: this That's Jack his Daniel's second chin. What the hell are you talking
1: oh, about? Oh
2: my god! Yeah, just because I don't have fur covering my three or four chins over here, you man, can say- <laughs> got enough hair on that face to give me a carpet at home. <laughs> Those little lovable cheeks away, <laughs> <and I>. <laughs> Little.
1: My God, I parked my truck in there the other day. For Pete's sake. <laughs> Good stuff, fellas. Hey, don't forget SynergyHockeySkills.com, which brings us uh, Jamie Rivers and Darren Kimball each and every week. And, of course, the NelsonLandservices.com. The Nelson family, of course, uh, also heavily involved in amateur hockey here in St. Louis. Uh, Jamie, I know uh, we were talking a little bit about the uh, playoffs this last weekend with your boys. Um, you know, a little, I-, I could see it in your face that you wanted that last one for them so bad, but... Uh, still have an opportunity at nationals? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a, that's
2: a, the beauty of it is we play in a league, and then they also have national championships starting at the U14 birth year. So our our league season is over, but the national championship is still available. So uh, team's looking good. They're playing hard. I'm proud of the kids. They worked their ass off this last weekend, and to me it's a, si- a sign of things to come. I'm developing from within, Kimby. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got hey, he's got this ten year old down in the, down at the yeah, other team. I'm bringing in kids
2: and marinating them. Marinating them. I shouldn't say that. Hey,
1: can bring in kids and marinate them. That's how about you nice. guys,
0: Kimby? You done for the year? You got something? Uh, left. I'm done when I'm done with the organization that I'm at. So <sighs> oh my I'm goodness, oh, wow! Kind of wow. On, so there it yeah. is, LeBron. Yeah. The decision.
1: Uh, should we have a show where Lawson's going to wind up next year? Uh, we could. We could have Lawson uh, in. Or is her? it
0: where Lawson. Darren winds up? Is Lawson? it where Darren or Lawson? Lawson just comes back and we'll we'll go do something different. You got to There's there's things you learn in life, Chrome's and. There's uh there's people you put trust in, and you spend a lot of money to get the right thing. And and you're even if your kid's not the top talented player, he still has to be taught t- to uh, play the game of hockey. And when you're not getting that, then you got to move on.
1: Well, I know where he can learn how to play hockey. SynergyHockeySkills.com. <laughs> He's what brought Lawson out. Lawson's know, come out a
0: bunch of times. He'll probably know, come back out again too. No, it's good Works stuff. his ass
1: off. Don't forget. There. Yeah, and uh, as Jamie mentioned on uh, on the Tuesday show, off season's coming up. Don't forget to check it out. SynergyHockeySkills.com. Tons of camps. You get to. Uh, you don't get any rest when hockey season's over. You actually get just... No,
2: it's busier than... It's the most busy time of year. Spring and summer are um, crazy for me. It's like Black Friday for me. Uh, the whole time is... It's crazy.
1: All sports are like that now. You get better in the offseason. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, baseball's that way. It's, it's packed in the winter. It, it, they're all like that. So, again, I, it doesn't surprise me that you're as busy. So, don't forget to check that out. We know a lot of you guys out there, your kids are playing hockey, whether it be... It could be any of these great organizations within the the surrounding area of St. Louis and playing for all these different uh, guys out there. But if they want to get better in the offseason, this is your guy here. SynergyHockeySkills.com. Again, special thanks go out to the Nelson family, NelsonLandServices.com. Five-star locally rated landscaping company. They do professional landscaping at reasonable prices. And again, the Nelson family uh, just supporting the show because they care so much about amateur hockey here in St. Louis. We appreciate them very much. Uh, we're back on schedule next week. No holidays. We'll have Tommy Brown in studio. He can tell you a little bit about the stuff that's going on with taxes. We've got uh, you know, again, I- I'm dealing with it right now. If you own any kind of business, you're an independent contractor, doing anything, Tommy Brown is your guy. Let him show you how you should be utilizing your money instead of just giving it away. You heard Jamie mention earlier the innovative companies. So, innovative companies.com you know jamie's always hot and hot and cool on who he's going to trade and what he's going to do and it's his hot stove segment so innovative heating and cooling of course leads that parade today talked a lot about the construction of the team don't forget innovative construction and uh blues fans and, and you know this is really at the end of the day where i came from uh, they're looking for something electric i brought up the the, the thing well this should be electric for kimby Uh oh the lines today uh blue skate
2: schwartz shen no way Berglund. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but now, now, now to turn it around. Upshell Brodziak and Thorburn. Uh-oh. So there you go. Take a little bit of the good and with the bad. His former there. Winnipeg Jet against, uh, now is yeah, yeah, in
0: the we got, lineup. Well, yeah, he's yeah.
2: got to play, though, against the Jets. They're a big team. he got to play against the Jets. Well and again I can't wait to see Bergy patrol on the right side on that That's line. <laughs> now. Sorry, go ahead. I no, just no, had to get there, that. Maybe there's part hey, of the electric part. On the, hey, on look it, here he goes. It, look at the
0: good side of it, they put him with Shen, so maybe they're trying to get him showcased up there, and then we Ooh. get rid of his oh. ass. Hey, there's every team in the league's looking for a slow-footed big body that'll
1: <laughs> lean on somebody, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's jumping on, it. Eh? <laughs> you should see the way he talks when you leave.
2: He's <laughs> no, like, I, I, know, I really like Berglin. I think you're right, Rivs. And you come in here and he's like ass kissing you.
1: My lord. You can ask anybody that knows I haven't liked him since the day he oh, came Oh, that's up. not true. Never have <laughs> liked him. No, nah, you were sending me pictures of so <laughs> farm <laughs> The farm animals you send over. InnovativeCompanies.com. <laughs> Don't forget the three companies underneath that umbrella. Randy, Stephanie, Green, thank you so much for all your continued support of the show. 35 years experience. He's a second-generation craftsman and all-around great guy. If he tells you he's going to do something, his word is his bond. Fully licensed, bonded, insured. Give the innovative companies.com a chance. Special thanks to LineUpMedia.fm for all they do for our show. Find us at BluesNHLPodcast.com. Do your shopping at Amazon there and help us out. Uh, subscribe to the show. It's absolutely free. Don't miss us on Twitter, at NHL Show and at STL Blues Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Blues NHL Podcast. Like our Facebook page. Click invite your friends. Invite everybody in for the conversation on Blues Hockey. Blues NHL Podcast on Instagram as well. I want to thank my co-hosts, Jamie Rivers and Darren Kimmels. They uh, join us in studio here every Thursday and impart some knowledge and, uh, and, and have a, a nice spirited back and forth. I know uh, our fans love that very much. And, of course, uh, I'm your off official, Jim Cromwell. We will leave you with a Let's Go Blues.